Christmas month of 40 going on 14. Yes, so we're starting off the month with The Grinch versus The Grinch. We've got The Grinch in 1968. 66. 66 yep. versus Jim Carrey as The Grinch in, uh, ni- in 2000. So, I'm Mike. I'm Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And all I want for Christmas is your two front teeth. Ho, 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 ho. Well, if they're who front teeth, then they're going to be pretty big. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Apparently, my Santa was part of ZZ Top. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get right. into the show, we got some pretty uh, big news, don't we? Yes, we do. Someone, one of you guys out there, nominated us for the podcast awards for 2013 um, in January of uh, 2014 out in Las Vegas. We don't know who it was that did it, but thank you. Yay! Um, we got on a list, Yay. and we're happy. It's so. not a bad list for once. It's not Schindler's. Yes. What? <laughs> oh. Yes. There's a little. Oh, a little known fact is that all of us were on the dean's list in college. Unfortunately, it was not the list that they publicized. Nope. Yes. <laughs> double Super secret, secret double probation. <laughs> yeah. Double <Yeah>. secret probation. <laughs> I got on both. I got. I got on the good dean list and the bad dean list. I covered both ends. I, I started off good and I just plummeted towards the end. Covering both ends is how he got on the good dean's list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll smoke along to that. All right. Yeah. All right. right. And before we uh, proceed into Christmas, uh, we did have a voicemail about our Thanksgiving episode. I don't know if yes, we did. You got that all queued up? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> but there sure is a voicemail. There certainly is a voicemail, and that is from Joel. Who is at that? Uh... We're not actually sure if this was a. Uh... Charlie is usually our our caller from. The Undercover Unitards and, um, excuse me, Max and Jenks Friends Forever. Okay. But, I'll uh, know once I hear the voicemail. It sounded like him. So hang on. Let's uh, go. Apples and sweet potatoes? Are you kidding me? I've never tried that before. That actually sounds pretty good. I think I'm going to try it. But you'd be better off putting your apples in the stuffing, I think. I'm pretty sure. Thanks. Uh, that would be... Jeff, a.k.a. Goof, from the Undercover Unitards, who actually is a chef for a living, and he uh, is the head chef at a restaurant in South Dakota. So, no, very nice. So he agrees with my apples and the sweet potatoes. Well, he said he'd never done it before, but he might try it. Right, and it was interesting, and it would be better served in a stuffing, is what he thought. Yes. Now, I find it interesting that nobody has commented on the carcass and the tree thing, though I did bring that up at work a couple times. and people people were afraid to comment on it. I think people just, well, I brought it up at work and people just kind of like slowly walked away. <laughs> um, I, think, I think people are afraid to get on your mother's bad side. <laughs> no one's going to call yeah. in and make fun of that. They're like, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I brought it up at uh, Thanksgiving at my in-laws and then I brought it up at our, we did Thanksgiving here at home too. And somehow the carcass didn't make it out in the tree either time. <laughs> I tried though. I really did. Okay. I made what, an effort. Did you just throw it from the back door and just couldn't make it there? <laughs> well, there's no trees in my backyard, so <laughs> oh, the, the one at the in-laws was made into soup. Uh, well, the tree was made into wait. soup? That sounds <laughs> wait, yeah. terrible. Or, wait, it sounded like you said his in-law was yeah, made into soup. Uh, in-law soup. Mm. Allegedly. <laughs> and my carcass I planted in the backyard for a turkey tree next year. 
Oh. Uh, so, that's, that's just smart thinking right there. Grow your own. <laughs> I'm inverting well Mike's idea. <laughs> because I can't agree with it. I was just about to say I'm going to agree with that. So. <laughs> so, so did anything happen in 1983? <laughs> nope. Yes, something did happen in 1983. Now we're going to put the bumper in right here because it's on the computer upstairs. So, <laughs> and we really we're we're professionals here, folks. Okay, so 1983 movies: Return of the Jedi, Valley Girl, and National Lampoon's Vacation all came out. See, yeah, when uh, you first said Valley Girl, I at first assumed you meant the Frank Zappa song. Uh, well, I think that was in the in the movie. Oh, yeah. was it? That's where it yeah. came from. Yeah, it was on that soundtrack. But, um, yeah, that's actually um, the movie where the only movie where Elizabeth Daly shows her boobies too. Just in case you were wondering. Neat. Like gag me with a spoon. I I know we'll probably eventually get to the whole Star Wars thing as a separate show, but I just have to say Return of the Jedi was, definitely was a film that I loved as a kid, and looking back as an adult, uh, not as much love for the Muppets and Ewoks and the big cop-out of the classic love triangle. What, you wanted to lean uh, towards more of the incest thing? No, no, that just like, oh, you've got two heroes, one girl... Uh, big love triangle. Oh, third movie. You two are brothers and sisters. Nobody has yeah. to be angry. Yeah, and it's a nice sidestep to avoid any kind of real, you know, uh, drama. The word for? Yeah, yeah. acting issue. Issue. So wait, are you saying you don't like Empire anymore? I am saying that no, I love Empire. Oh, yeah, good. Return, Return of the Jedi. Return of oh. the Jedi. I, I'm kind of subscribing to the clerks theory of uh, the trilogy now, where all, all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> See, I, I didn't it. get ang- I didn't get angry about Jedi until I found out that all the Ewoks were actually supposed to be Wookies, and then they did the Wookiee thing in the prequels, and that sucked. Yeah. So, I mean, we had a chance to have a really cool battle, and we only got one Wookiee. Wait, they were all going to be rookies? So, what, like their first year on the Force, or what? I'm getting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I will record. I will drag all this shit into the car and drive out there and smack you on the air. Oh, wait, no, you said... I was gonna say, I'm just gonna put some ads on, you know, Craigslist for, you know, somebody in Rockford just to go to your address and just beat you up. So wait, oh wait, you said there are gonna be ookies. Have you been oh to Rockford? You're gonna get people all over the place. <laughs> it's gonna be like the scene in an airplane. It's gonna be like 20 people in a line waiting just to punch Joel. Did you hear what I said? All right, so no, what you said? Get, no. I thought you said there are gonna be ookies. Oh my lord! There's no reason to be afraid. They're ookies. Um, other things, music and TV. This week in 1983, Thriller debuted. Yay! Which I know my, I recall my whole family getting together and, uh, you know, watching it and watching that little disclaimer that Michael Jackson put down that he doesn't, he's not a Satanist. Yeah. These are just zombies. I have to say so. that is still one of my all time favorite music videos. I mean, Number that honestly was so, was, it was just so revolutionary. I mean, I, I, it was like an actual event. I remember specifically, you know, planning time. Oh, this is when it's going to happen. Everybody would, and everybody was in front of their TVs at the time it was going to debut. And we're all, and that was all anybody could talk about for weeks. I honestly can't oh, yeah. think of another contender for best music video of all time for me. Oh, I've got one that is, that is right there neck and neck. Now, special effects wise, as far as that goes, it doesn't hold a candle, but the actual content of the video, I really love Radiohead's just. Have I'll have to check video? it out. I have not seen it. I haven't seen it. I thought you were going to say uh, Primus's Winona's Big Brown Beaver. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was a well, I mean, if, if you ask Kanye West, obviously it's, you know, single ladies. 
I'm just not going to comment because I start going off about single ladies. That's all I'm going to talk about for the next 30 minutes. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> so you better put a I, I, I seem to have touched a nerve. I, I have an irrational hatred of that song. I know it's all out of whack with like it, the song is not as bad as my hatred of it. But let's just move on. You should listen to yeah, moving on, moving on. In the news, the Vanessa picture. Williams what? becomes the first African American to be crowned Miss America. I thought you were going to say Pose Newton Playboy. No, that's later, and that was with um. They already what's had her. Yeah, going to do that before that anyway. Yeah. She was yeah. not the who first. Was the I just yeah, she was in the amazing with the guy who uh, played God. Now, was she the first Miss America to pose in Playboy? Yes. She, she lost her crown, and it was quite a nice spread, actually. She, <laughs> was, she wasn't Miss America when, when the pictures were taken. Because <clears throat> the, the pictures were taken, you know, like two years before the contest, you know, and then they got leaked after she won. Ah. And then they took her crown away. All right. Can, this week I, in yeah, porn I, with Pat. <laughs> yeah, thank you. If it, you know, it's naked celebrities, you know, I, I'm glad to help. Uh, 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 George Burns. That's who. She, that's who she was on with the cover with. Oh, I thought you wanted to remember George Burns naked. I got confused there. For a <laughs> right. oh, on God, a totally unrelated note, celebrities, you suddenly go George Burns. I'm like, well, he didn't. Oh, no. yikes! <laughs> I mean, she, he was on the cover with her and said, "Oh God, she's nude." But on a totally unrelated note, do you? <laughs> uh, I figure out the four of us. If any has anyone has George Burns. Nude photos, it would be you. It's like a California raisin. <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine. And on a sad, sad note, on December 8th, Slim Pickens died. Oh, yeah. Known for riding the uh, atomic bomb in uh, Dr. Strangelove. Yeah, funny, funny story about Dr. Strangelove is Slim Pickens did not know he was in a comedy. He thought he was in an actual, I mean, he thought he was filming a real war the entire time. Awesome. No, no one told him any differently. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell him? Nah, let him run with it. You think when he rode the bomb down, he wouldn't have been like, "This is unusual." Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess he just thought it was like it was. That's the way that movie's going to end. I'm making some kind of statement. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoa! What just happened there? Uh, Joel made a funny sound. <laughs> and probably unrelated to Slip and Pickens' death, McDonald's introduced the McNugget. You know, probably. Just probably. one. But We'd you've like. never seen the two of them in the room together. Right. There's no evidence either way. I'm not saying anything. Uh, Mark, I'd like you to meet Chicken Nugget. Uh, is that all, sir? Yes. Thank you. All <laughs> right. So there's 1983. <laughs> Incidentally, the first time my mom ever had Chicken Nuggets, she's the first person I ever knew that ate them. She got violently ill. Well, yeah, as well, you should. Have you seen how they make? Not the things? last person to get violently ill off McNuggets and that white. No, what is it? It's pink pasties. It, 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 it's a it's a pink ammonia based slime uh, solution slime that that solidifies into a slime and then yeah they cool it down and it turns into the patties and then Got they fry them. Cool it, it down. <laughs> well, I'm Ooh, hungry. Watch out. Ooh, watch out, Patrick. I totally agree with you about that. Yeah, <laughs> completely agree with you. Shut up. All right. All right, so now on to the main show. Grinch TV. Grinch TV versus Grinch movie. All Grinch, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. So starting out in 1966, we know it's not in the 80s, but everybody watched this. Oh, yeah, every year. Yeah. Every year this was on. This is up there with the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special, Mm -hmm. uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty, the Snowman. Mm -hmm. And Night of the Living Dead. Yes. <laughs> um, and That's it, a true uh, story. It, 
strange childhood you had. No. Yes. When when what? when the rights to um It's a Wonderful Life got all this thing going on, that since uh Night of the Living Dead is actually it's what do you call it? Um domain, what's the word? Public domain, yeah. Public, Public domain, domain, they could show it on television without having to pay any royalty. So that was what they were playing on one station instead of It's a Wonderful Life. Um for Christmas they, for a while. Because they knew nobody was gonna tune into anything Christmas related. They were all watching It's a Wonderful Life, so they figured you know, we were just like all No, I like, think it's see, a wonderful life. If was, they were smart, they should have said Night of Living Dead for Easter. That makes more <laughs> sense, you bastards. <laughs> and if you <laughs> any of you guys out there know the the irony of me saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Art, uh, so anyway, full cast. Um Boris Karloff <clears throat> is the narrator and the Grinch. And I did not know that until I watched this this show this time. Weird, my wild whole life, stuff. My whole life, I didn't know that. I did not know really? that, sir. Yeah. That's what he said. I know. Yeah. I just thought it was odd that I didn't know that. When, <clears throat> well, anyway. You found it odd that there was something you don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Way to be humble. <laughs> it always surprises <laughs> me that I don't know everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I've, I've seen this thing so many times. How have I never noticed that? That's you all. Do, you couldn't pick it up by the voice? Because you were I guess drunk. not. Okay, well, Boris Karloff does. He's a narrator and the Grinch. Um, yeah, looking in the uh, trivia for this, they Dr. Seuss thought that Boris Karloff was too scary for the show, which is partially true because he is pretty damn frightening. Yes, uh, not as frightening as the Grinch, though, in my opinion. Uh, but we'll get to that. And uh, the song was done by Thurl Ravenscroft, who was uncredited and is also known by everybody for being the voice of Tony the Tiger. That's great. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. So, but there was a there was a flub up and um Thurl Ravenscroft, which I'm not sure if it's the freest name or badass name I've ever heard. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Ravenscroft is all right, but you put the Thurl on the end. You'd better be able to kick some ass if you're going to walk around with that name. Well, it, yeah. it sounds like a title like you don't know whether you want to be a thane or an earl. Just <laughs> jam them together. <laughs> oh shit. Your computer doesn't like that, Mike. <laughs> Never mind. I retract well, I my maybe, statement. I thought that was kind of like, you know, the more you know kind of sound. Secondary. <laughs> nice. Thurls, the more you know. Did you know that if you combine two medieval titles, you have a thurl? Boom, 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 boom. It's better than being like ding, you know, you know like a duke and a king. All right, so. <laughs> Should I have said. I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. I really do too. So either or what? What? I think so I'm anyway. Sure. The Grinch. So the Grinch. Um, going to the. Uh, well, I said June Foray does Cindy Lou Who. There's only three, actually three voices in the whole thing. Uh, three of them. This is again, like you said, this is something that we watched every year, and I enjoyed it. The thing is, I in looking at it. I mean, like, objectively looking at it? Yeah. The Grinch is scary as shit. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend of mine who used to work at the record store. Her name's Liz. She does the face, and it's dead-on frightening. And she looks just like the Grinch. (laughs) It's Yeah, it's scary. Um, What was I going to say? I actually had a point. I don't know what it was now. Keep talking. How frightening the Grinch is? You were going to say something about that? Yeah. No, I just want to say how frightening Liz was when she made the Grinch face. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of a really, really strange creature, you know, all green and hairy and, you know, incredibly flexible <laughs> and strangely strong. Was he made of Nerf? 
I don't know what he was made of, but I'm just I, I agree with Mike. That was I mean, to a kid that should be a very scary creature that we're watching. Green, hairy, very strong, very flexible. I think I dated the Grinch. <laughs> Isn't that like the whole <laughs> So what do we think? I mean, I, honestly, some of the things I was watching were like when he's like on the ground slur- uh, sliming, slurping. Yes, yeah, slithering. What's snaking? Snaking, slithering. That's a word I can't remember. Uh, slithering between the trees. And uh, then when he winds up at the – I uh, screen cap this. When he winds up at the bottom of the the foot of the bed with all the little who's. Oh, all the kids that have the candy canes? Yeah. Yeah, the disproportionately sized candy canes. They're giant when he's holding them, but when they're holding them, they look yeah, – it was just weird. Anyway. Yeah. I think but, what's but, awesome about this is that all of the personality and how the Grinch stole Christmas is in the Grinch. But he's also – because you look at the Who's, they're kind of generic. They don't have personality. And they kind of move past the fact that he steals Christmas because it's like – it doesn't even occur to them that should ruin their holiday. And that's what changes him. I think that's kind of cool. And we'll get to how I think in the remake some of those points on why that was so cool in the original, they kind of missed the point when they did the remake. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll go. Let's do a little bit more trivia on this. Okay, Boris Karloff voice changes when he speaks for the Grinch. Um, he spoke in his narrator voice throughout the whole thing, but after they recorded it, they removed all the highs from his voice when he talked for the Grinch, and that turned to the gravel, the gravelly voice that the Grinch had. Hmm. Um, something else I found funny in the trivia: the lyrics to "Fahu Forze," Forze, Fahu Forze. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah get that okay well those were made to imitate classical latin after it aired the studio started receiving letters asking for the translation from people who believe them to be really latin nice (laughs) and uh let's see dr dr seuss thought that the grinch looked like chuck jones who (laughs) you know the uh bugs bunny group bugs bunny um directed by chuck jones uh part of the warner brothers um Family. team that did Bugs Bunny and fam- all that sort of thing. Beta, beta, beta. That's all, folks. So, which I think, honestly, the the animation in this for, geez, for 1968. 66. Or 66. <laughs> Why do I keep putting it there? For 68, it was phenomenal. <laughs> yes, yeah. 66, it wasn't that great. No, I mean, it was good. I mean, there was a lot of, there's a lot of detail and a lot of character in the animation that you don't get. It seems like you don't get anymore. In animation. I mean, because, like, you watch stuff like Adventure Time nowadays, and they own, they seem to only use actual, I mean, more than six lines on a character when they're trying to do something really ridiculous. But you look at, look at the Grinch, look at the photos on this, there's a lot of detail put into his facial structure, a lot of detail put into his, um, his expressions, and also the dog, which name? Max. Avoid Max. Max, Max the, the dog. dog. There's yes. one incredible dog. Well, he had a hell of a lot of character just by himself. I mean, you're yeah. talking about oh, yeah. who's being kind of generic and the Grinch standing out. He yeah. himself was a standout character. He was practically oh, yeah. he was like half human. Yeah. I th- I laughed out loud. I for- totally forgot about the scene where the sled goes over him yeah. and he winds up in the back and oh, yeah. looks over his shoulder. <laughs> and, and Max is like, I don't know. <laughs> he just shrugs, shrugs like shoulders. Hey. He's like, I wound up here. <laughs> but no, Max the dog is fantastic. Um, Great. I mean, like like you said, Joel, he's a he is a you know character unto himself. He's part of the show. Yeah, yeah. long suffering, but uh, doesn't hold a grudge at all. 
loves his master no matter what. Mm hmm. 100%, 100% dog. Yep. Yep. What about Cindy Lou? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, she was much more, I, I appreciated her more in this than the remake. I know we're not to the remake yet, but I, I thought she was more endearing and what the character was supposed to be from the book. She was more innocent in this. Yes, yes, exactly. That's better word choice. Yeah. I agree with you. And and also, I believe she was a shape changer because that ornament rolls up to the side of her bed and it looks like a normal sized ornament and she apparently gets out of bed and now this thing has got the size of a volleyball. There were some size issues in the whole thing. Well, that's what, that's what I was talking about with the candy canes too. Like, you know, in their hands, they were like, you know, they, they were totally different size than when the Grinch was holding them. Anyway. Keep in mind, we see that who's are different sizes. So this might not be a perspective issue. This might have been a stylistic choice. Okay. There was no style in 66. Come on. What? Wow, that just got really quiet. I just, I just totally agree because, because all of us were fighting off Austin Powers comments. <laughs> Paging Mr. Herman. Paging Mr. Herman. Oh wait, that's not Austin Powers. As, a, as just a random fact or just thing I noticed, did you notice like, you know, if his heart was, was two times smaller, smaller than it was supposed to be, when they showed what it, like two times bigger, like what it, their hearts are huge. Their hearts are like a half their chest cavities. They're, they have That's cardiomegaly, weird. Pat. That's a medical condition where you have an enlarged heart. Exactly. So that must be why their noses look the way they do. Yes. It causes people to die in early yes. death. It is not a good thing. I or mean, so all the who's are going to die in early Potentially death? Potentially, it could cause that if you suffer from cardiomegaly. My mom has cardiomegaly, and she's lived to be almost 80. So yeah. it all depends. My, boss, my, my former boss had it, and he was almost 80 when he passed away from it. I am lying. It may not kill you. I'm just trying to... No, it, it, it can on a large heart. All right, who wants to do some sound bites? I would like to I'll have... Take your, some... I'll take your silence as... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you all. We're back on this hey, again. In the meantime, Patrick's just like, I really hope he disappears. <laughs> I got my fingers crossed. All right, here we go. Come on, wormhole. So, one thing that's cool about this, I think, is how the music follows the dialogue. Yeah. I yeah, like the I music know. a lot in that first one. You know, in, in the, you know, even though that song was weird, I mean, the music was great in the whole thing. Every song. Yeah. So. I can go. <laughs> Let's get the volume up for the second one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here, let me, let me turn the knob and hope that works. Huh. Worked for that. you in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> turn that knob. I got your knob right here. Um. Uh, I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. That's all I got for that one. Yep. He doesn't like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Way to state the obvious. That's why he's the best color man in the business, folks. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we got him. (laughs) Nobody else wanted him. (laughs) He's all ours. That's right, ladies. He's married. Hands off. <laughs> All right. And what about this one? Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took the last can of Who hash. All right. Which begs the question, are Who's cannibals? 
Ah, are, is who hash actually made from whose? Oh. Yes. Uh. Is it hashish? Maybe they're just high. And I've always called roast beef roast beast mm. my whole life. Like, not like in general company, but like family roast beast. Was it inspired fun. by watching this? Is I'm kind of wondering if that's where it came from because I never knew where, why we said it, but I think about it. If it's been around since 66, it would stay to reason mm. that that's probably why. You don't want to order right. that in the restaurants though. Like, you know. Yeah. No, I ordered this. You don't go into Arby's and be like, give me the roast beast. I'd like the Arby's <laughs> they, they probably would give him something better if he asked for that. <laughs> so. and, they come out with some like South African hog. Here you go. Like, oh my goodness. Hey man, I'll eat me man. Oh wait, that's Jamaican hog, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? That's not even close. <laughs> what, what Arby's are you going to? <laughs> it's in a bad part of town. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get in and out of there quick. Stand out of that Jamaica. Town, you know, Jamaica. I'm like, quick, put the horsey sauce in the bag and shut up. <laughs> oh, horsey sauce. I don't know what you are, but you're delicious. <laughs> it's I, made of whose? There we go. Oh. Noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. There's one thing I hate. Oh, the noise, 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 noise. Well, apparently he hates his noise. Ah, we're agreeing with each other. Yeah, there we go. I was really hoping there was going to be another moment of silence, and Josh was just going to say, oh, he hates noise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did that bit. Yeah. You're living in the past, Pat. Oh, no, it would have been funny. I'm telling you. It would have. You think? All right. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Patrick's uh, is gargling. Oh my god, it just hurt my side. I left wrong. <laughs> I think I broke my funny. Uh, it was a perfect time for it to get quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Patrick. Uh, I figured it was a good way to fill the silence. Nobody was saying anything. <laughs> uh, oh my god. All right. It hurts. <laughs> Shut up, Pat. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. You better? I'm good. <laughs> you, better, you better get a bucket. Jesus, <laughs> oh, Pete. Oh, the, the last thing I want to say about the, the original animated thing, like you were talking about the animation earlier, Mike, and the one funny thing that I noticed is like they used a lot of repeated shots in this thing. It was only 22 minutes long. If they hadn't done that, it probably would have been 15. I mean, that, that shot of the four bags coming out of the chimney, they used over and over again. The shot of him slithering through the presence, they used twice. I mean, they would, yeah. they, they re, reused a lot of shots. And you're, and you're just OCD enough to co- to count them all. Yep. I, <laughs> I started. <laughs> Stop. That's like one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, hell, now they're doing it on TV and stuff. I got to count. Yeah, well, I mean, by the time I saw like the fourth repeated shot, I stopped. Ca- I, I stopped keeping track. I just said, "Okay." There's- but how many times can you watch the dog get smashed by bags of toys and not laugh? Oh yeah, it's funny. I'm I'm not complaining about it. It just <laughs> makes him just want to buy a dog and some toys. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and <laughs> you throw giant sacks of toys on top of it. Tracks of land. Oh, you said sacks. Sorry. Yes. All right. So for all the weirdness going on here, especially with the okay. The um uh musical instruments that they played. I've never seen anything like that in a band. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very dark. And I've hung out I've hung out with Joel. Hey, what's that supposed uh, to mean? <laughs> what? Did, 
did you guys ever watch that clip that I sent you about that um, Saturday Night Live skit that never got on air? Did you guys ever happen to watch that? The one with Adolf Hitler? No, no, no. It was um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader did it, and it was when Justin Bieber was the co- was the guest host and everything. Not important that you guys have seen. It. I was just going to say that there's an actual point in there where they pull um, when you're listening to the commentary, they pull out this this crazy looking instrument for um, Horatio Sanz to play. And the point of it was, you know, they, they purposely made an instrument that they said looked like a Susian instrument. It's like this long, crazy horn that twists all kinds of funny, weird ways, and it's like bright pink and stuff. So sounds like your penis. Also, something that Horatio Sands played, <laughs> <laughs> and with some proficiency, I might add. Oh, I was trying to come up with something. Thank you, Josh. That was funny. Okay, and I'm getting a little bit weirder than uh, than what we've already been talking about with this strangeness. Um, digging through the message boards on IMDb, which I have to remind myself never to do again. Yeah, that's not not a smart move. <laughs> well, considering that I, my my interest was peaked when I saw KKK. <laughs> on one, <laughs> one, one thing you'll learn reading the IMDb message message boards is every movie is racist. Doesn't matter what movie it is. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It Dude, doesn't matter. Did you see American History X? That's totally somebody, racist. Somebody gets on there and starts a thread every for every movie. This movie is racist. <laughs> Well, somebody somebody says that at a certain time in the movie, they're singing Join the Ku Klux Klan. I have to comment on that. And, and this is something that came to me when I was watching it again. Does anybody else vaguely feel like Whoville is some sort of Jim Jones kind of cult? <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a cult. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, you don't see the you don't see you don't see the who snipers. You know, sitting in the trees all around there. They're all kept pacified by pharmaceuticals. Right. I'm not quite sure who is the leader, but that roast beef. Yes, who is the beast. leader? It's a who. <laughs> if you say Doctor Who, I'm coming and punching you. <laughs> He'd have to spell it wrong, though. Yeah. DR, period. <laughs> all right. So thumbs up, thumbs down on this one. Oh, it absolutely held up as far as I'm concerned. I yeah. totally 100% agree with you. All right. Joel, then. <laughs> Patrick, do you hate it? Nope, I like it. Still, still holds up. Still good. I showed it to really? my five-year-old niece, and she enjoyed it too. So it still holds up. I was really expecting you to dump all over it again. Patrick has a nope, heart. I like. It. Yeah, yeah. He keeps it in the side. fridge. <laughs> He's only grew so. one size that day. <laughs> That's what he was just smoking out of. <laughs> Those valves are great for that. All right. So, wait, what? Did four you think, thumbs Mike? up on. What? I I loved it. Oh, okay. I thought it was great. Actually, here's you know what the thing is I tried to find I actually wound up digging up a DVD of it. I have it on um I have the audiobook uh of the the reading of it. But uh I was trying to find the DVD and I went to the library and they didn't have it and they're like, Oh, you know, go to the next library. They'll pick it up. They have it there. Looking at the computer, they have it. I drove to the one library to the next town over, walked in the door, can't find the DVD anywhere. I go to the library and hey, can you help me find this? Okay, cool. As we're looking for it, another librarian comes over and goes, are you looking for How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Yes. And she goes, I just took it off the shelf. I'm holding it for another person. I had missed it by literally 10 seconds. Oh, missed it by that that's much. Brutal. Yeah. Wow. I was just like, she's like, well, do you want to put it on hold? I'm like, no. I'll <laughs> find it somewhere else. I'm a professional podcaster. I was nominated for an award. You will give me that DVD. <laughs> you will hand it over. This was before I knew that. So, oh, so you could have. Oh, you have you didn't seen know you my had, hair? No. Have you seen my hair? I am a professional. I don't get gifts from Santa. Not a 
everybody, and welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the break. No, Got I yourself did. a drink. Put your feet up. Put on some pleasant music to accompany this podcast, and enjoy as we talk about how the Grinch sold Christmas, the movie. You do, Mike, Mike. You do understand that their break is a lot shorter than ours. Right? <laughs> now, I I control the breaks here. <laughs> they could have a twenty minute break if they want. I'll put in a twenty minute break. But it's unpaid. <laughs> But if you break it up into two tens, then you're good. Just don't take it before you clock out. Moving on. <laughs> yes, well, thank you for that retail depression. All right. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, directed by Ron Howard, uh, written by Dr. Seuss, still. Jeffrey Price wrote the screenplay. Uh, made in 2000. Yeah, don't forget that second name. That's a fun name. you got to say it. <laughs> say Jeffrey Tambor? No, Jeffrey Price and the other screenplay writer. Peter S. Seaman. <laughs> uh, you can't forget guy. that name. That's a fun oh name. You say that. How do you get through life known as Dick Seaman? <laughs> <laughs> Screenwriter that, extraordinaire. That has that let's has got the, to be a pen name. I would I would I would hope. See, I would hope no one would. Let's see. Yeah, there's writes, no pic- The S is for syphilis. <laughs> he probably writes porn as like Howard Berger. But for real movies, he's Dick Seaman. In case you were wondering, Dick Seaman was born in 1951. He has done, oh my God, look at this. He has been the writer in Shrek the Third, The Last Holiday, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Wild Wild West, Doc Hollywood, something called Johnny Bago. <laughs> that sounds like, that and, sounds like a front for a mafia. And <laughs> Whatever, who framed the laundering money through that movie set? Like, uh, call it Johnny Bago, whatever. He did something. In, uh, this, I don't know who I don't know who Dick Seaman is, but he has some pretty good credits, man. Roger Rabbit, and yeah, and, some other and Roger Rabbit. Uh, and, well, Doc Hollywood. Okay, there Doc you go. Hollywood oh. was pretty good. <laughs> so Seaman's been all over Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we're high class humor right here. <laughs> this is this is what you checked in for. His career is like a glory. Like, like if you're looking like for funny. Dick Seaman jokes, you've come to the right place. All right, and uh, Clint Howard, isn't it? Along with Jim Carrey, I like Clint Howard. He's in everything. He is, but well, anything Ron Howard directs. Yeah, I was about to say he's he's in, he's in everything that is related to Ron. Howard. And Rob Zombie's a fan and puts him in his movies too. Rob Zombie's a fan of the Grinch of Clint Howard. Uh, or oh. his porn counterpart. Probably Clint is Howard. Because who isn't? Deep Roy was in this. You don't know who Deep Roy is? I do. I was just waiting to see if somebody had a comment. No, I have no idea. I, I was you thinking we're back to porn. You, <laughs> you don't know who Deep Roy is? He was, okay, never ending story. He was all the, um, what are those little things called in Charlie and Oompa Chocolate Factory? Yeah, he was every single Oompa Loompa in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remix. Really? Oh. The remix. <laughs> which we all remix remake, which we also have to do. Yeah, good call. He uh, uh he more even before that though, he was um Oh crap, what was that movie? I didn't even know it. I it's actually just came up in the He was trivia. in Howling Six, the Freaks. <clears throat> well that makes sense. So, it totally does. Hold on. Hold the phone. He played he played Grizabella, the dwarf in the diner. In the movie The Most Dangerous Woman Alive. Oh, it was a of course. movie called Dickwad, but that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, he's on Doctor Who. Yeah. Return to Oz. He played the Tin Man? 
How is this the person we're talking about the most in this movie? <laughs> because his name is Deep Roy. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at the, the cast on this movie, this guy is not the one we should be focusing on. I think we're just oh. uh, avoiding talking about Jim Carrey. That's, <laughs> hold on, yeah. hold on. Let's talk about right. Taylor Momsen then. Okay. Do you remember Flash Gordon? Flash. Boom, 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 boom. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Ah. What a silly question. Does anybody forget Flash Gordon? Oh, nobody should forget Flash Gordon. Exactly. He was Princess Aura's pet. He was in Return the of the Jedi. The one who stabbed the, uh, the Hawkman in the ass? Yes. <laughs> and I, back to porn. I really. saw that movie in the theater. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he was in... With Pee Wee Herman and Doc... <laughs> he was Droopy anyway. McCool in Return of the Jedi. I lose so much respect for Lucas when I find out some of the characters' names that I didn't know before. <laughs> Droopy McCool? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing on well, the <laughs> Well, we, we can't really make fun because we have a character named Dr. No-Nose, so. That's true. Dr. No-Nose, that's <laughs> Mr. No-Nose. He didn't spend five years in No-Nose College to be called Mr. Thank You. He's, he's, been, he's been taking classes at night. Oh, I do. Ooh, Patrick. I'm in your basement. Molly Shannon was Betty Lou Who. Bill Irwin was Lulu Who. Okay, quick side note. I have a strange sexual attraction to Molly Shannon. I don't know what it is, and I can't explain it, but for some reason I really like her. I don't find that strange at all. I uh, do. I do. Something about her just... Uh, you want to hear my... Oh, God, look at those teeth, man. Uh, Jesus. Wow. I think I think Christine Baranski is much hotter than Molly yeah. Shannon. I, I would not disagree with that either. Did you Christine see the birdcage? I, that maybe I might buy. You Was might that just... Was that sentence properly constructed, or was that just practice? <laughs> Would you like me to I, diagram I that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Taylor Momsen, anybody have an opinion on her as in this a role? Kid, as a kid. Taylor Momsen? Yeah, in this role. And we'll talk about her as an adult, or as a semi-adult. But I think she was awesome as Cindy Lou Who. I do, too. I've heard she was people a, she like, was really a, rag on her for this, but I, I, I liked her. She was really cute. I mean, she was a cute little... You know, she played the character perfectly. It's not her fault that the character, the way they chose to expand the character was a little trite. And granted, this is a kid's movie, so how, I mean, you, you shouldn't be expecting Shakespeare. Right. No. <clears throat> no, you should not. But, I mean, a lot of times, though, you know what I did find interesting in looking at and watching it? There were many times where you looked at her dealing with Jim Carrey and you were like, she is trying her damnedest not to lose it. That's very true. Guy. Very true. I mean, I, in knowing kids, looking the looking at the look in her eyes, she's like, it's take, you know, she was really trying not just to either one, either bust out laughing, or two, run screaming from the room. <laughs> he was pretty. He, I, I, to give him a little bit of credit, he was pretty convincing, kind of channeling the original Borloff Car, Boris Karloff Bor- version. Sorry, I'm doing, I'm agreeing with Borloff Carson. <laughs> I'm so glad it was you this time. It's like Johnny's uncle. <laughs> I'm not a professional. Anyway, you know what I mean. He he channeled the character to a good extent using just makeup and his body. The biggest problem overall with the entire movie is the fact that Jim Carrey was at a point in his career where he was undirectable. He would do whatever the hell he wanted, whether it was appropriate for the direction the movie was taking or the character. And because he was Jim Carrey, it just stayed in. And, no, and nobody could say no, you know. Yeah. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like you know when uh, Robin Williams was at his height too. Same kind of thing, you know. It's a, during Mo- the Mork and Mindy stage, there were just some points where you know they just couldn't even. You know, they just had to let him go because you couldn't stop him. 
Yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> let him get it out of his system. He's mugging for the camera. He's uh, taking the character in directions that uh, don't make any sense and in some cases directly conflict with the uh, message of the movie. Uh, I, I was very disappointed. And I knew I was going to hate this. But I was surprised that I hated it because it was so close in some places to actually being decent. Yep. It did. I will agree with you on there. It came, it did toe the line on being a decent movie several times, especially and in, being self-aware also. Especially in the last like hour to forty-five minutes, where they're kind of doing the remake, where uh, they started. Uh, I don't know. It was probably the halfway point in the movie where they started doing what was in the original TV special, where the Grinch is in his place and he's uh, setting up the plan to uh, steal Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, for, and oh, go okay. ahead. no, finish your thought. I, I was mine. just going to say for a while, it's almost a shot for shot uh, remake with little twists here and there, uh, which sometimes worked and sometimes were just Jim Carrey being annoying. Wait, like, like, uh, hang on. Uh, like this. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Max! Fetch me my sedative! See, that was fine. But then uh, occasionally he just gets into, like, doing bathroom lowbrow humor or weird, just out-of-character stuff for an easy <clears throat> laugh that uh, I-, I did not care for. Okay. Or just, or just well, over-the-top over the stuff that, you know, is just completely unrealistic that they're doing just for the sight gag, like that whole, you know, wrecking the car and the airbags going off and everything. That was just a ridiculously stupid premise they're setting up just just for the sight gag. Yeah. Okay. When okay. when it got to the part where he changed his heart, I actually thought that was done quite well. But just be, and just to give credit to the movie, we can't we can't talk about this movie without at least giving a little mention to the cat in the hat. Because the cat in the hat came out right around there was that period where Seuss was everywhere before they did the um, CGI movies, which incidentally are fantastic if you haven't seen any of them, like Horton Hears a Who and The Lorax, both fantastic. But so they were good. They were very yeah. good. Yeah, they yeah, got they, the they, they got they the approval yeah. of of the Seuss family members. These movies, uh, they got in big trouble. Like they were pissed, super pissed. Especially the Cat in the Hat. If you've seen it, it is a giant. It's a giant dick and fart joke. Yeah. The entire movie. It has no real bearing in the story other than that the characters are there that are in the story, but they're put in this totally different situation. It's just complete garbage. It really is it, awful. It, it's, the, it's the same type of situation that happened in that movie that, that Josh was just talking about with this movie where nobody could tell Mike Myers no at that point in his career. <clears throat> and that was kind of the end of it, too, I think. I mean, Yeah, that, that was the beginning of his downfall. Yeah, And that's right where Alec Baldwin was on his resurgence. Did he tell Mike Myers no? I don't know. I think they traded. They're like, we're going to give you a career. You told him no. (laughs) But Clint Howard still goes on. And he was in that movie, too. No, he wasn't. But this one bore a lot of similarities to it. I mean, if if you put them side by side, they you you would almost think they were made by the same people, the same company, which they might have been for all I know. I I didn't pay that much attention. But that, um, I mean, they, they looked compatible, like they were both trying to be Seuss, or at least look like it, but at least the Grinch had more redeeming qualities. It wasn't total dick and fart humor the whole time. Well, I mean, they, they try too hard to replicate the feel of it without replicating the, the heart or the brains of it. 
basically. Which is oh, where yeah. the... Okay. And, that, and that's where the genius of Seuss lies, you know. I mean, he, he's so over-the-top ridiculous, but, I mean, there's a, there's a, a, an intelligence to it. There's a... There's a there's a um there there are still laws and rules to his universe even though you know things are crazy and that's where Horton and the Lorax succeeded exactly okay here's something else I'm gonna point out. I want to say Doctor Seuss <laughs> you almost did it again you almost did it <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Seuss should remain in 2D paper when you make this into live action running around people it is scary as shit. <laughs> If there is nothing, I mean, look at the poster. If you look on IMDb, you look at the poster of the Grinch. That is not a thing that turns its heart around and begins to love Christmas. That's the shit that lives under your bed. That's what the Grinch is. He is frightening. That's the thing that wants to eat your children. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, and and even the even the Who's in some cases. I mean, Cindy Lou Who. Awesome. They did a great job of making her look cute. She's a cute little girl that wants to know the, understand the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, she was cute. Some of the who's are, that's just straight up scary. I, I mean, I found mo- overall, I found them charming more often than not. Right. I agree with that. I, did anybody else think that the, the, um, the baby Grinch, like when he was floating down and they were oh. talking about that he looked like the, the baby from the dinosaur show? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it did. That was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, oh my god, it's a baby. And okay, I love, I love, it, I love how those two ladies said we knew right away that he was special. Uh, yeah, maybe because he's green. <laughs> did any, okay, a lot of adult humor injected into this. One, first thing I noticed is when the babies were coming down, and the the uh, husband comes out of the house. Honey, we've got a new baby. It looks like your boss. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay, and did anybody else notice that the Christmas party was a key party? Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. that. I know, I missed that. You didn't I, see, oh, yeah, they, they, made a, they made an effort of, like, focusing in on they, the aquarium. They so showed like, that. Popping the keys in and everything. <laughs> oh, man, I was watching that, and I'm watching that with the with the family, and my, uh, Suzanne is sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God, they're all throwing their, their keys into a bowl. Yeah, because I'm like, I, what? I, I, Somehow I missed it the first time I saw it. Yeah, but you're right. I don't know, but she's she looks at me. She's like, "What? That's because they're all you know they're going to be drinking designated driver and all." They're like, "No, it's a swingers party." <laughs> Incidentally, my mother-in-law at Thanksgiving was suggesting we have a key party. I'm like, "But it's all family here," and she's like, "Oh, I'm like what are you talking about?" And she wasn't even drinking. I hope to God you're joking. I am not at all. It was brought up. Ask Amy. Did she just not know what it was? What a key party no, was? No, she, she, she brought it up and she knew what, she's like, you guys know what a key party is, right? And we're like, yeah. And then she made, so, I think it was a flip remark, but just coming out of her mouth was just really weird. <laughs> so I'm like, go she's hang the carcass in your ass. ass. <laughs> she wants you, Joel. She, she, she was hoping to pull your key. <laughs> It's not what's coming out of yeah. her mouth. It's the issue. It's never, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was going to see. Ooh. Mm. See if you were going to carry that one out. You know you know what the no. name of his, uh, his autobiography is? Dick Seaman in your face. <laughs> Funny. Uh, By the way, did anybody notice that um, the kids in this movie were all like from an 80s new wave band? Oh, the hair? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch Notice of that. seagulls running around. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And I ran. And what was what was the deal with needing to make the Grinch sympathetic, but having an utterly unsympathetic other villain character in the mayor? Because yeah, I didn't I didn't understand why they. I mean, it, it, I don't. 
It, it almost seems I've like they, of... they cast Jeffrey Tambor, and they're like, well, we got to do something with him. Let's create this character for him. You know, I get, you know. You know what? The thing is, though, for what Jeffrey Tambor was given, he did a great job doing oh, I it. I love him. I love him in everything he does. Yeah, everything. I mean, it's, I mean, his, his character was exactly what it was supposed to be. He was funny. You know, he was, you know, with, um, uh, Clint Howard, which funnily, do you know what Clint Howard's character's name was? Did you say funnily? Did I? Is that yes. even a word? We're making all kinds I've, of I've, words up. Funnily. You know, like a uh, funnel. Yeah, except funny. It's a funny funnel. Uh, Cl- Clint Howard's uh, character's name was Hubris. Oh. Nice. Catch that. I did not Interesting. catch Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, there's a little bit of cleverness in there. But I think the takeaway from the movie is that you're supposed to be nice to anyone, even if they're grumpy, unless they're the mayor, because fuck that guy. government in general i guess because that was the thing is like everyone's giving the grinch the benefit of the doubt but you get to the end of the movie and the mayor's just like it's like well what about him he he's not really doing anything any worse than what the grinch did well the, the, the town is like well we need a new grinch i guess we'll just turn against this asshole yeah <laughs> uh and wh- why anyway, wasn't and- uh cindy lou who sticking up for him yeah, as, as soon as the Grinch is accepted, she she should just turn her guns around and be like, "All right, now you, yeah, <laughs> we gotta work on yeah. you." <laughs> Listen up, you. All right, and then we got the ending where the Grinch says this. <laughs> Cheer up, dude! It's Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he laughs in the guy's face. He, he in a story that's supposed to be about his redemption and how he realizes the true meaning of Christmas. Instead, oh man, that that upset me more than I thought it did. Actually, well, he was st- he was still an asshole because he even like told the one guy when he opens up the one thing, he's like, "Oh, look, it's such- I can't even remember what it was." The guy's like, "Oh, I want that." He's like, "Well, too bad, it's mine." Yeah, the gizzard. Yeah, the gizzard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, you're what? an asshole <laughs> when he's cutting apart the beast, the, the roast beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who wants who the wants gizzard? I do. That's a too grandparent. That's mine. A grandparent who's also a wizard, Mike. A gizzard. Yeah. See what I did there. Yeah, I see what you did there. Nobody I'm not. I'm agree not with right. I agree with that though. He's supposed no. to be. Re- I, I agree with you, Josh. He's supposed to be. You know, this, this whole redemption story arc, and he's still an asshole. So. He's just okay, an asshole who point. likes Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like me. <laughs> that's that's the theme. Even assholes love Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right. I, some... I want to mention my fundamental problem with this movie, and it started about 15 seconds into this movie. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. If this is a microbial village inside of a snowflake, how the hell do they even know what Christmas is? Uh, Dude, Jesus is everywhere. <laughs> there you go. Everybody. I'm going to run with that. He's like American Express. He's everywhere you want to be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your phone's ringing. There you go. There's it's Jesus. Jesus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed, dude. He's coming back for your oh, ass. Oh, God. So this show just went to hell. <laughs> Dude, I got news for you. Um, trivia about this show, about this movie. The prosthetic makeup that Jim Carrey wore took three hours to apply. Did you guys get the DVD or did you watch it on streaming or anything? Streaming. We got okay. The DVD. There was an extras that we watched and talked about them putting the makeup on. Uh, this is, I honestly, in one, one aspect, I give Jim Carrey a lot of credit. Because it took them three hours to put the makeup on. For Jim Carrey to hold still for three hours, it also that took should an be an hour to take it off, too. Yeah, seriously, for them to not destroy things. 
Well, he he uh, actually he learned meditation techniques and and he talked to um they they brought in a um a Navy SEAL. Yeah, a Navy SEAL to teach him how to like do, you know, like anti-torture techniques and stuff. Really yeah, because he was so encased by it. But to contact, to contract it, con- contract counteract it, counteract it. Uh, Ron Howard came in at three thirty in the morning and he put on the Grinch suit with full makeup and directed the entire day with the suit on. So and then Sting came suck, in using suck it, tantric techniques to tantric. Oh, wait, that was a different movie. Sorry, Dick Seaman. I was thinking about Dick Seaman. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, who isn't? Uh, An- Anthony Hopkins did the uh, narration, which I think was awesome. He did a great job on that. I should have got Boris Karloff back. Oh, wait. Ed Wood would have. <laughs> yeah. Pulls the strings. Um, da, 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 da. The, the sound stage for Whoville measured 30,000 square feet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the largest sets constructed up to that time. I mean, for it, I, 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 <clears throat> I almost hate to, to like really, really rip this movie apart because, I mean, it just technically, it's it's it was a very very impressive piece of work what they did. I mean, there's been no movie since The Wizard of Oz that has had so so many people in prosthetic makeup on yeah. a, on a set that size. I mean, that's a huge undertaking. And so I mean, just logistically, I mean, it's an impressive movie. They had all the pieces in place to make this awesome, and I guess that kind of makes me hate it more because it could have been excellent. They don't have any excuse. Well, and Ron Howard generally does not put out garbage, yeah. generally speaking. That's the thing that really confuses me is the fact that this is a Ron Howard thing. I mean, Ron Howard makes good stuff. This is – this is – okay. Well, if you notice, question. Most, most of what we have a problem with in this movie is – and and it's either writing-related or Jim Carrey-related. I mean, the directing – I mean, there's there's not really you know anything to to fault, and as a director, like we said, even he couldn't rein in Jim Carrey at that point because he was at the top of his you know. Why did he sign his... on if the script wasn't up to snuff? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe he, I mean he, he might... felt he needed to do a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean he may have signed on you know before he even you know saw a script. He just assumed it was going to be you know I don't know. I mean he when, <laughs> once he heard there was going to be Dick Seaman all over it, you know he probably figured it was going to be fine. Dick Seaman's involved. I'm in. I don't know what's um, creepier, the Grinch or Polar Express. <laughs> Polar, Polar Express. Express. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so creepy. Never because that has it's that so has a lifeless. Steven Tyler elf. <laughs> Josh, what? you need to watch it tonight, and then to watch it with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, it's so goddamn creepy. It, it, it's like um, watching an entire movie where every actor is played by Johnny Cab from Total from Arnold's Total Recall. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. So, the kids are the kids are lifeless, soulless demons. I just yeah. have this image yeah. of like they're all the elf on the shelf. <laughs> Pretty much. That's kind of about I, right. Yeah. I hate the elf on the shelf. Okay, <laughs> tossing it up. If it's not Jim Carrey, Eddie Murphy and Jack Nicholson were both considered to play the. Oh, Grinch. Jack Nicholson would have been all right. Jack Nicholson would have been amazing. They obviously wouldn't have been able to do any of the physical stuff. They no, not at all. It. Yeah, <laughs> they CGI him moving around, <laughs> and then for, but then <laughs> he doesn't while, do yeah. physical stuff at all. <laughs> yeah, he just sat in the chair the whole time. I'm Jack Nicholson. What are you gonna do? Uh, Tim Burton was actually considered to direct, but could not because he had a conflict with another movie. What movie? Which I don't know. It says another movie. The conflict was that they wouldn't get Johnny Depp. Well, okay. Sleepy Hollow was ninety. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow was ninety. There was no, there was so. no role for Helen Bottom Carter. It, so. Yeah, would have been whatever is after that. Big, big <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking at the 2000. It was the 
okay, if it's something made in 2000, it was either Lost in Oz, which is a TV movie, or The World of Stain Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I film. bet Dick Seaman wasn't in that one, too. Good, <laughs> good thing he didn't deprive the world of Stain Boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a much darker movie, though. Yeah, it is. There's a character known as Boy with Nails in His Eyes. Oh, it's, a, it's a Hellraiser movie. No, it's not. Okay. It's Just, a romantic comedy. Actually. I'll tear yeah. your soul apart <laughs> after we make sequel to When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll send you the link. <laughs> Harry got nails in his eyes. <laughs> when Harry got nails in his eyes. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Uh, or you can consider it maybe the, the uh, Corpse Bride. Because oh. that came out in 2005, and that took a long time to make. I don't know. No, you're grasping at straws now. Well, I'm looking at this. It's not... Okay, maybe. Anyway. Um, I mean, after a certain point, Tim Burton was basically making the same two movies over and over again, so... Yeah. Though Nine was pretty good. Never saw it. No. Me either. It's good. You, you, it, it's, it's decent. It's good stuff. Mm. Um, I did think that the whole scene where the, the Grinch... Uh, uh, parodied Ron Howard. Yeah, was pretty damn funny. It kind of was, yeah. I mean, my to me, honestly, the, the the biggest laugh that I had throughout the whole movie was when he was doing his whole crying fit, and they cut to the dog, and the dog just looked at the camera with that whole John Krasinski thing, you know, just just deadpan stares at the you know does does the stare take you know that sure. made me laugh the most. You know, I was like, how sad is that? All right, what about let's see, we will get some more uh, talk amongst yourselves. I do want to say though, honestly, I didn't. I didn't really despise or hate or anything Jim Carrey's performance. I mean, I think it was pretty amazing what he did. I remember when he was cast in this, the, when it was first announced that they were going to make this movie, and it, um, he was on the uh, VMAs, I believe it was, or might have been. It might have been. It was an MTV show. It might have been uh, the Movie Awards or whatever. But anyway, um, and he just comes out on stage and he just like you know just puts his uh, hands on his side, you know, and and he just stretches his face with the, in that grin. And even without any of the makeup, it was like amazing how much he looked just like the Grinch just from that. So I mean, I, I honestly, even though I don't don't really say I like this movie a lot, I <sighs> give a lot of props to what it is, like like I said, logistically and to the performance he gave. Even though there were some parts of it that were not true to the character, like Josh said, it was pretty impressive. Some of the stuff he did when he was actually yeah. acting like the Grinch, he was a good Grinch. Exactly. Yeah, he was. Exactly. I. I when, when he took it too far away from, from what the Grinch was, yeah, it got uncomfortable. But when he was actually being the Grinch, he was very good. All right, let's get some, some sound bites. Mm-hmm. Sound bites. I'd rather have jalapeno bites. Uh, Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically ah, here. shit, I already did that one. <laughs> All right, hang on. How about this one that we haven't heard before? The Grinch's liar! The impudent! The audacity! The unmitigated god! You've called down the thunder! Now, get ready for the boom! Gaze into the face of fear! Booga booga! Nothing? <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he don't like little kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here oh, all that week. Good. That was oh, good. Wow. I'd, I'd already forgotten about <laughs> it. <so. laughs> Never gets old, does it? All right, what else I got here? You got this. Almost lost my cool there. Yeah. Yeah, see, the thing is, he's not... He plays so much 
on being Jim Carrey that he loses a Grinch. Yep. When he's the Grinch, he's awesome, but he's not the Grinch for most of the movie. No, he's not. He's Jim Carrey being wacky. It's not a dress, it's a kilt! Sicko! So, the dog in this one was pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Max is awesome. Agreed. I like Max. Did not... I I still think that Dr. Seuss should remain in a two-dimensional world. (laughs) It's far too fantastical to do 3D. It, oh God, 3D. 3D. <laughs> now, did any of you see this in the theater? No. No. Pat? Uh, I did, you? yes. You did? Yeah. Okay, I did also. Um, where did you see it? Oh, uh, God. This, uh, yeah, in the theater. We just went over that. Well, all right. Um, all right, all right, all right. I'm trying to think. I, I must, it must have been when I was, because I, I took my niece to see it, with, um, the, my oldest niece. And so that was, thir- so it had to have been one of the Christmases I came home. <clears throat> okay. We went to go see it to a packed theater, and it was so full to the point that my family actually had to break up. We were, you know, there was the, there's only two seats over there. (laughs) Yeah, that was the end of it. And now we still haven't found each other. Um, (laughs) Sometimes my older brother that he hasn't seen since then. (laughs) (laughs) My, my brother and I wound up sitting in the very first row. Watching this movie—that's awful. Being in the front row, yeah. In any movie, yeah. I will tell you, after watching this from the front row, I have never taken acid, but I have a pretty good idea of what it's like because this movie was just like. By the time we were done with it, both of us, we almost had to go sit in a cardboard box because we're so like overstimulated with everything going on in this thing. If you actually had sat in a cardboard box, that would have been acid, probably. Just saying. Yeah. All right. So. You got a point there. We do. But if you call me her right, it doesn't show. <laughs> me. So, Patrick, you wanted to talk about Taylor Momsen. Oh, no. I just didn't. I was wondering if anybody had any opinion on her. Current Taylor Momsen? Her, or? Current Taylor Momsen. Does anybody have any opinion on that train wreck? Train wreck. <laughs> I don't know anything about her. She's more Taylor of a controlled train wreck, train wreck though. She's, she's keeping the train hard. wreck going. Yeah, she's trying so hard to be a bad girl without actually being one. It's It's... Like, like, you know, at her, at her concert, she keeps lifting her shirt up, but she has, like, you know, her nipples covered up in duct tape and stuff. You know, I was like, yeah, you had me halfway interested. Yeah, that's, that's about where she gets she's with her. She's been doing that since she was, like, 17. Yeah. And, and now that she's, like, over 18, she's still doing it. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. She's keeping it going. Like, most people that go down that road that, like, she started on burn out fairly quickly or become, like, complete. She's making it actually work for her to some extent. Yeah. And it's carrying it on. I mean, she's kind of going the Miley Cyrus route on a slower road. Easing so. into it. Right, right. She, well, she has such hits as Underdog. Yeah. Like the, like the cartoon theme song? Another not-too-great remake. No, like the live-action movie. Not, not not really. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great either. Um, She did Hansel and Gretel, but that's not the one you're thinking of. Is it, the, is it the one by Dick Seaman? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I missed it she then. Played. She plays Molly. In so. Hansel and Gretel? Where are we going? No, I don't know. I don't know. Patrick said Patrick said we were going to hold off on talking about Taylor Momsen until later. I still no. don't know who she is. All, all I Cindy said, Lou Who. We could talk about her later. We, I said we can talk about her later if anybody wants to. Is what I meant. I may not have said that. I didn't mean to imply that there was so much to be said about her. Yeah, she was Cindy Lou Who in the movie. Now she's the bad girl. Yeah. She's, she's really, she's trying to be. Something that she's not. 
I'm trying to find a picture to send to you. I think I saw the picture that Mike posted of like before and after. Yeah. But I, I didn't realize it's like, oh yeah, she's sort of attractive, but I don't know why I should know who she is. Yes. Yeah. She's just yeah. like a I mean, she's kind of on the same par of like a Brooke Hogan trying to become a singer, you know, but not really ever going to do anything, you know. Okay. I don't. I don't know who Brooke Hogan is. Hulk, Hulk Hogan's daughter. daughter. Oh, oh yeah. Well, oh wait, that's not no, that's Randy Macho Man Savage. Sorry. Not anymore. His, yes, I got wrestling in there. <laughs> his his daughter was not very famous. I didn't even realize I was doing that as I was mentioning Brooke Hogan. But that's there how, you go. That's how much this crappy wrestling has infiltrated my brain. You know, if Randy Macho Man Savage was a, a lucha, lucha, what do they call him? The Mexican wrestlers? Lucha Libre. He'd be Rando, Randy Nacho Man Savage. Vern Troyer was in this. No, he wasn't. It was Deep Yeah, Boy. it was. No, Vern Troyer was a band member as Vern Dr- J. Troyer. That's how come he didn't know who it was. Oh. I'm, I'm the J if, threw him off. I, if that's yeah. what I saw, because there was, there was uh, the very final scene when they were singing and dan- you know, and swaying back and forth and dancing. And, you know, they had those two little CGI tiny people, and they were holding hands with a really, really short uh, dwarf. And I, and, and I was like, man, that is an incredibly short dwarf. That, that had to have been Vern Troyer because he's one of the shortest dwarfs out there. Were they shiny happy people? Jeez. You said they were holding hands, yeah. so I'm just checking. I'm getting in the car. Yeah, and I'm placing a Craigslist ad when we're done. <laughs> so, or yeah. Or a fortune ad. I don't know which one of the two. So, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Acid trip or shitty movie? <laughs> Close, but no guitar. Yeah, neither. I'm going to say it was better than the cat in the hat, but the good parts did not outweigh the bad parts. Okay. <laughs> saying it's better than the cat in the hat is like saying that a prostate exam is better than a high colonic. Which, incidentally, is not true. In- incidentally, a prostate exam is also better than cat in the hat. Hmm. What was the movie earlier yeah. that I was saying everything needs to be compared to? The Santa Claus? There we go. Is it better than the Santa Claus? That, well, there's, there's a good segue, so... <laughs> Next week. Speaking of prostate exams. How, 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 speak, how. Yeah. Just, just if I know all you guys were thinking that we could not get any worse with the movies. Next week, Santa Claus versus Santa Claus the movie. Yes, the Santa Claus versus Santa Claus. Hey Pat, who yes. is it? Who's in Santa Claus the movie? Uh, Demi Moore, right? <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> uh, Dudley Moore and um, John Lithgow and who else did you mention? Was there a third uh, one? Nobody. There was, no. no, that that's it. That's it. All right. Well, that's, that's your two yeah. stars in that movie. That's the one we're going to be watching from our childhood. Um, apparently, it, it was released in the theaters, but I think it was a made-for-TV movie. I saw. I strongly suspect and it. I think you're wrong because I no, remember. I think, I think it was, oh. and they just decided to release it in the theater. <laughs> Oh, that's my suspicion. <laughs> well, there's nothing out. Let's put it in the theater. Yeah, they're like, there's no real movies coming out. Well, let's just try to make a couple bucks with this shithole. You baloney. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I'm assuming we have a four thumbs down on the Grinch movie. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I don't know if I really want to give it a, an actual thumbs down because, I mean, I despite uh, some of the things that I really didn't like about it, I mean – I, I respect it, you know, logistically, like I said, and when when he was actually being the Grinch, he was good. So I'll give it a reluctant thumbs up. Ever but. the contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we hate things, he has to like them. I, I, but I don't like I, it. I just kind of, re- I, I kind of like re- begrudgingly respect it. <laughs> I was a little, con- don't. <laughs> I was a little confused. <laughs> because if you guys hate it, it must not be, you know, that bad. <laughs> 
I was a little confused by the subplot involving Kurt Russell and um, William Baldwin. I, I didn't quite understand what was going on with that. <laughs> I'll just let him play it out. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. And, and and the whole thing with Robert De Niro, just I didn't. It just it seemed out of place in the Grinch. It's like, what does this whole storyline have to do with him trying to get through the academy and his brother is this tough old fireman and and he's just this rookie and Robert De Niro's this weird kind of fire inspector and it's like, what does that have to do with the Grinch? I just I don't get it. See, folks, this is this is where I tell you that Joel is like a kidney stone. It's just better to get him out of your system. <laughs> I agree with you totally. <laughs> Incidentally, for those who don't understand, Patrick made up a word earlier, and we want you to introduce it into your lexicon. It is yes, re- please re- use this word. Re- if, re- if you want, if, if you want to uh, agree with somebody and also, you know, repeat what they're Post- saying to, to show your agreement with them, that's called regreeing. You know, I regree. You know, it's like you say, I think we should have Chinese for dinner. You know, you say, I think we should have Chinese for dinner. That's regreeing with someone. <laughs> You know, Joel, I agree with you. The other thing that threw me is all of the stuff about lawyers and racial injustice. Wait, no, I that's no idea what you're talking about. That was actually when Atticus Finch stole Christmas. I think <laughs> there were twelve angry men after that. <laughs> Where are we now? Oh my God! We're in who how the hell, Bill? How did we wind up here? Patrick, all right, so high. Yeah, Patrick has got the entire Midwest high. Or what, what was the name? What was the name of the? Uh, was it Anne Bonin, the female pirate? Yeah, Anne Boleyn. Stole, Anne Boleyn. Yeah, when she stole Christmas, it was the wench who stole Christmas. I wish I had enough money to drive down to Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> then we'd have how the Lynch stole Christmas. <laughs> All right, Lynch, folks. Yeah. Well, this looks like we're the end. <laughs> this is the end. They're taking we're back the our end. nomination for our award at this moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one guy's like, I take it back. We're done. I let the boy stay in the well. Um, <laughs> or, or how about the, you know when when the um when it was a religious movie you know it was, it was about religious differences but it was a really good Jewish guy it was how the mensch stole Christmas. So folks, if you want to call and complain about the movie, <laughs> yeah, we oh, that one about the baseball player. About the show. Hey Josh, what's the what's the phone number they can call us at? That's seven zero eight now rap n o w W-R-A-P. And we would love to hear from you because we love voicemails that talk about uh, good food, sweet potatoes and apples like I had. <laughs> That's not good. Also, <laughs> also if you want to uh, contact us over email, you can get us at 40go14 at gmail.com. And you can also find us on our Facebook page. So just look for 40 going on 14 and uh You'll see new posts from us. You'll see pictures, see all sorts of crazy stuff. And also go to 40go14.com where you'll be able to log on and download our episodes. You can also stream them. Find us on TalkShoe, on Blueberry, and on Stitcher. Hey, I I, I, didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that movie about the baseball player who stole Christmas called How, How the Johnny Bench Stole Christmas. It was not very good. <laughs> See, now is normally when I would ask you if you listen to the show on iTunes to leave us a rating, but maybe after all of these uh, other Grinch Stole Christmas, this is not the best time. But if you love us anyway, please consider giving us a rating and or a review on iTunes, because it would help us out quite a bit. Thanks, folks. I'm Mike. I'm saying goodbye. I'm Josh. I'm saying goodbye. I'm Joel, and I'm saying, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm Pat, and I guess I'll say goodbye for everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, I
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with him. I'm not I'm not trying to repeat him. I'm just agree. I'm, I'm like I like, I like the idea. Of <laughs> Pat just created a, Pat just created a word. Oh I'm not I'm a, I'm agreeing with him. 